the only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I'm not The more you know who you are and what you want, the less you know. Things upset you. I've had a rough year, Dad. You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. Conversation anyway. I was like, that's a great beginning. And then I was like, ooh, great. <clears throat> that's all my information. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'll edit that out. All right. Can I, I, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I wanna ask you what you would do in a hypothetical quote unquote situation. Okay. Okay. So say um, someone. You know, a co- I'm not going to say coworker because you and your coworkers are too sassy at each other. So let's use me, you, and Ryan are these people in the situation, three people in the situation. You and I are hanging out, but you're being annoying and you're being truthfully annoying. Like it's a fact that you're like what you're doing is not the right behavior. And I text Ryan, your brother, for any listeners who don't know. We rarely reference listeners except for Marie and Jacob. Hi, guys. So I thought it's kind of fun. Anyway, so I text Ryan and I say, God, Logan is being such a dick. He's being rude on purpose. I don't get what his deal is. So annoying. I click send, but I accidentally send it to you. Instead of Ryan, you get the message that I think you're a dick in this moment, but I've sent this text to you. How would you handle that situation? Um, I don't know. That's tough. Um, I would say I typed your name because I was looking at your name. I didn't mean you. I actually meant whoever the other person was. No, I'm saying what would you, the recipient, do? Oh, what would I do? Yeah, so you add the text about yourself that's negging you from me who's right in front of you. And it was obviously meant for a third party, and I sent it to the wrong person. What would you, the recipient, do to me? If it's you, I don't know. That's true. Somebody at work, I would reply like, "Yeah, that dude's a real ass." (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that is tricky because we're too we're too close, and then work people are too okay. Anyway, that happened in my workplace, and things got really heated over the weekend. (laughs) Um, I I was not involved. Um, I was actually the intended recipient of the text, but I was not even like um, quoted on the text. You know. Technically, anyway, it doesn't matter. But, but yeah, so I wasn't involved other than to watch the fallout of the accidental wrong recipient, and it got it got bad. But things seem better now. But there's a lot of like throwing shade on Facebook and Instagram. So I don't want to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to do it anyway. I also think I'm the kind of person who, and you could probably vouch for this. I know that I can be annoying sometimes and I don't realize it, but genuinely when I'm being like out and out and ass and totally annoying, it is absolutely 100% on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, cause you've seen me around other people where I'm just, this is like Logan said three things mm-hmm. like, and that's it. Like what's wrong with your friend? He doesn't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. But then when, like, if I'm comfortable and I just want to annoy the shit out of somebody. Healer and interstellar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely will. And I have no problems. And, like, if he texted, like, that, tried to text that to you and send it to me. Yeah. I would be like, yeah, that dude's an ass. Interstellar is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I was just curious. I was just curious. What's been going on with you, man? Um, well, I had a, uh, CT scan today, so. Oh, you did the what? Yeah. Intended? Like, yeah. is it a regular thing or a surprise thing? Uh, I, uh, I think it's time we did another scan thing. Because of symptoms? Um, no, not really. I feel like you're leaving out information. No, not, no, it's just, 
it was going to have to happen eventually. And so, oh, okay. So it was just time. Maybe yeah. past time. Probably. Oh. <laughs> Your tone says everything. The best thing is I don't think people can hear that tone and understand it, but I hear that tone and I was like, mm-hmm, it's definitely past time. <laughs> so do you get results in the next few days or next week or what? Tomorrow morning. Holy cow. That's quick. That's a very fast yeah. turnaround. Yeah. That's, they've gotten really, really good. It used to be like, uh, I remember when my brother used to get them, it would be like, we'll have the results in like five days. And then I think the first time I had cancer, it was like, well, we should have them in the next like one to two days. And then I got the scan at 10 o'clock today. And when uh, when they you know let me out, it was like, okay, well, your doctor will have them in about four or five hours. She'll call you. I said, well, I'm seeing her tomorrow. So he's like, oh, well, she'll have the results then. Well, all right. That's so, crazy. Yeah, Are you nervous? Pretty quick. Not really. Um, uh, it's just, I don't know. It's always, it's not nervous. It's just like. Here we go again. Waiting, yeah, waiting for the other shoe to drop. And mm. I, I'm not doing the whole woe is me thing, but sure. like sometimes I genuinely just think, well, I'm cursed. So, of course, it's not going to be good news. But everything at work has been going so horribly <laughs> that I feel like I can't have cancer because my work life is terrible right that, now. That's your cancer. So, yes. So, there's that. So, yeah, you know, hopefully. Is it just overly busy there, and then the new role kind of sucks? Is that the combo that's happening at work? Yeah, we're losing people left and right. Um, there's to no firing or quitting, both. Okay. Um, so as the the as we lose people, we have to then take on more responsibility, more stuff, and so that ratchets up the tension and the stress and the so they fire somebody because they suck but then now we all have to work harder than we did with somebody who sucked you know because at least they were carrying 50 percent of the weight you know but now we have to work definitely have to work harder and uh do more so then people get stressed and it becomes like you know i'm just I'm tired of this. And, and in fact, I got told today by one of the people I regularly interact with, like, you know, they, well, they need to do something about that. Cause we can't lose you. And I was like, well, you know, the rate it's going, like if, if it doesn't stop soon enough, not that I'm just going to be like, peace, I'm out. I, I, but I would start looking for something else in the company. Yeah. Just because the, the, the stress is just too much. I, I cannot, continually put in 11 and 12 hour days like it's fine when i started this new position and it's like okay well i've got to learn all this stuff but now i have it down it's just everything else keeps falling apart and i I mean you work in a corporation Mm -hmm. i don't understand how all these people work for the same company we should all have the same end goal in mind and we're constantly working against each other I don't get it. Yeah, no, I, I, I see a different version of it, but the same concept in that we can make our lives easier, but there's too many divisions. Like, and I don't mean like people like divided, but I mean, like we have like sections of our company divisions and all of them, if they were to work together, things could streamline and be so much better all the way around. Um, but unfortunately, in my position, the division only means that we can look at a problem and go, I see a better solution, but our problem isn't causing us like extreme amounts of stress. So that's that's the benefit in my place. But, but I know what you're talking about. So anyway, there's that. <laughs> and when's your birthday? What day's your birthday? It is in exactly six days. Six days. Okay. So I'll be 40. That is, you know, what am I supposed to say? Like, Lordy, Lordy, look who's 40. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Yeah, sure. Please don't say that to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so this week, uh, that's, I don't usually really care about my birthday. Mm -hmm. um, Other than like, like, I 
literally just want people to leave me alone. And yeah. I don't mean that in a negative, like I just want to be left alone for a day. Peace and quiet. Yeah. And so usually that's all it is. But like this last week, all I've thought about is like, I'm 40. I, I oh, really? A, a pretty decent job. Yeah. And, but I have <laughs> no offense to your car. Cause I still genuinely appreciate it. A car that's falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's changing I, soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm just, I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. Sure. <laughs> it's the way my life goes. A car that's falling apart. I live in a, an apartment that is literally smaller than your basement. Um, I have no children. I have no relationship whatsoever. Um, I thought we were friends. Romantic relationship. I love you, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I can't solve all those problems. No, you can't solve any of those problems. Well, I'm going to be selling my red car. But the air doesn't work on it either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's still in much better shape than the <laughs> That's black true. car. That's true. Um, yeah, and it just, I, for whatever reason, I guess it's the 40 thing. I don't know. And I'm just like, I, what am I doing? Well, you know what you don't have? X-Men number one. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, my God. Um, you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. A oh, lot I'm of... not like suicidal or anything. I don't think you are, but you can still be emotionally distressed and not suicidal. I didn't, I don't, I'm not worried if I need to call somebody. Um, but if you need to talk to somebody, call somebody. Uh, I mean, you'll be fine. It's weird. I know, but you're going to be fine. Uh, I'm sure I will be. 40 will feel just like 39. I mean, there's not much difference. So anyway, what's going on with you? Um, What's going on with me? I am a little chilly. The basement's kind of cold today. I forgot to turn the heater on this morning. It's usually what I do before I podcast down here, turn the heater on downstairs all day. And I've forgotten that the last like three times. That's okay. Um, so just sort of an update because I feel like Marie responded to this yeah. and paid attention. So I feel like it's worthwhile just saying something. Um, uh, but a few, maybe our last episode, honestly, but a few weeks ago, you and I talked about, this has been in early January, but um, uh, about a moment where we saw Katie, my wife and I went to Christmas with some of my family and saw a without the maybe legality of it, a family member, um, Mike, who was uh, quite ill. Um, and we had this, Mike and I had this very um, peculiar moment. And uh, a couple nights ago, Sunday night, so this is, what day is it? Tuesday? So this is Tuesday, Sunday night, 6.35 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Mike passed away. Um, and my, um, my aunt was there with her mom. They were actually in the room with him when he passed away. Um, it was very, uh, by all accounts, peaceful and quiet. Um, he'd been in hospice care, basically at their house at this point. He went downhill, um, very, very quickly after Christmas, after that Christmas dinner. Um, uh, and we didn't know because we were sick as you know, and as listeners will know, I've been sick since like January. And, um, and so we weren't allowed to go around him anyway. And being, we all had the flu, blah, 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 life stuff. And we just, we didn't know the progression and they hadn't wanted to bother us because there's nothing to be done. And because we were sick, we couldn't come in the house anyway. And they didn't want us to feel compelled to try to do anything like that. Um, so, uh, but then we found out this past weekend, we actually found out this weekend that he was, uh, had progressed and we were making plans to come, uh, stop by this week. Um, and then he passed away Sunday night. Um, and Karen, who is uh, my aunt's mom and his partner, um, she's, uh, she's doing pretty well and, uh, to, she's obviously emotionally shaken, but it is a beautiful thing to, uh, talk to a person, um, about their loss and have them 
fully appreciate the extra amount of time that they have and illustrate that to you in a way that you didn't realize. I knew he had had a couple extra years than was expected, but the reason it wasn't expected is because he, five years ago, was diagnosed with stage four stomach cancer, and he got five years post that diagnosis, and that's incredible. Uh, Pretty incredible. His doctor um, officially told them that Mike was his farthest outlier uh, on the statistics. He he went so long in such an incredibly unprecedented way. Um, And so, um, but yeah, and and a lot of those years were really, really positive. So Karen uh, and Mike um, had apparently had many conversations about how uh, they would uh, their goal would be in these last days and her, and his hope for her and her goal would be after he passes to really celebrate the fact that they got so much more time than science um, and 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 potentially um, God, who knows, you know, or whatever, some sort of design of how this should go um, bent in a different direction. And, and, and she's very grateful for that. And it was a really cool perspective cool is such a childish way to put it, but it was moving to, to watch her, uh, discuss it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was good. And now we're trying to navigate Ezra, my son, who's three and a half to figure out where uncle Mike went. So that's been a little difficult, but all he's, we sort of given him the idea that, um, that he's, he's gone and that aunt Karen is sad. And he, and the our job now is to, to take care of aunt Karen. And he's grasping that pretty strongly. Um, cause he knows she's sad. So this morning he made her blueberry muffins for us to go take, to see her without him uh, while he went to school and sit with her for a few hours this morning. And it was really nice. And that meant a lot to her. So I feel like we're doing an okay job with him too. So that's sort of the update. It's very sad, but very poignant. And in the end, not as sad as it should have been. And in that, I take some happiness that they got all that extra time. Cause I didn't realize the severity and the length of time. Yeah. It's really weird to think about stuff like that, the, especially stage four. I think a lot of people, I mean, I guess maybe unless you've been through it, you don't understand. Like the minute somebody says stage four, it doesn't really matter what kind of cancer you have. Yep. It's not good. Yep. Like it, it's very, very bad. So, um, yeah, and it was. It was a matter of two, apparently. I mean, it's not necessarily like he didn't get like three years where it went away. I mean, it was just always there. His symptoms just turned their volume down. Yeah. And that's that's just incredible. All his scans showed up positive, everything. And they were just like, keep doing what you're doing because it's working. And, and at least in terms of keeping you going day to day and day to day turn into year after year, which is that's freaking crazy and great and wonderful. Um, but it's like you, man, I, I, like I'll look back in however many years and I understand that like we caught something in the nick of time, but I think every year afterwards, even your 40th is, uh, is, is a blessing, a miracle, a surprise, a shock, however you want to take your personal look at, uh, you know, filter on it. And, um, but it is to be appreciated yeah. and, uh, cause things should be different in a lot of ways. Yeah, you're right, especially the first go-round. Yes. I mean, uh, I mean, you you probably know better than me, but I feel like I was a good, like, six hours away from probably not existing anymore. <laughs> I, I mean, it's still, I really, it's one of those weird things that every now and then I think if I had just gone to that one 90-minute movie, that could have made the whole difference. Because that was the deal, is that the, what was it called? Like now I can't text is text Montana, the something, something text Montana. Yeah. Um, but if I go into that movie, which is about 80 or 90 minutes long, that, that one could have made the difference. Um, that's f- fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I, it's not like a situation where I even had the strength to like, if I had even made it to my car, I probably would have passed out and, swerved head on into somebody and you know probably died in a head-on collision so and that's if i even made it to the car i probably couldn't have made it out of the hotel room i don't think you could have either so yeah but yeah (laughs) it was pretty crazy but there's a but but in all of that dear listeners all two of you this good stuff it's positivity 
Logan's still here to talk to me about his midlife crisis, and uh, Karen has <laughs> oh, a lot. Midlife crisis. <laughs> and 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 Karen, um, even through a few tears, had a lot of smiles and and positivity, and that's uh, pretty amazing. Less than forty eight hours removed, so um, yeah, power on, people. We got life, and that's a good thing. Until we don't, and then who the hell are we going to complain to? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that happened this week. That was a little odd. Um, and a little little different track of things. Um, I mentioned I'm selling my car, so I think that um, I will be. I mean, I'll be replacing my car very soon. So um, I'm excited for that. I am. Um, it's. I'll know tomorrow if we're going to do it like this week. Um, the guy's trying to work out a deal with. It's a whole thing with Katie's car loan and sort of rolling it into a new loan. So basically, my budget won't change. Essentially, it's very odd. Katie's working some magic. I'm just rolling with it. They have a they have three cars I want, uh, or that I would like of, of the stuff on the lot, and so uh, we'll see what happens. And I may text you tomorrow and be like, I'm getting a car on Saturday. That's awesome. So um, so there's that, and um, I might be texting you Saturday saying, Hey, I got a car. Man, that would be awesome. I really hope that works out for you. I know that you're not counting your your chickens, but I'm hoping for your chickens. Chickens yeah. are nice. Yeah, it would be it would be nice if <laughs> this is gonna make me sound like an ass. It would be nice if somebody else came through for me. <laughs> no, I it's I mean I've come through for you, so I don't feel you bad. you do. <laughs> I know yes. what you mean though. I know what you mean. It is a lot of other people who the moment <laughs> I rely on something, it's just like, oh, by the way, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I know. Of course it's not. I don't know why I ever thought it would. <laughs> at this point, I'm just mad at myself for believing that somebody else is going to do anything. <laughs> um, did you see Captain Marvel this weekend? I did see Captain Marvel. Uh, on a pretty, pretty light showing on Sunday night because... I had not done laundry in three weeks, and three works for three weeks worth of laundry takes a lot longer to do than you think it does. Oh no! Yes, I yep, I can picture it. So, how um, uh, what do you think? Um, I think it's a very fine movie. It, yes. It's good. Like it hits all the notes it should hit. I, I I will say this: I know none of these people are listening, but if you walk out of that movie. And you want to nitpick it about where it sets itself up in the 90s due to the music and the clerks, not clerks, the mall rats thing and whatever. You're missing the point. It's a fucking movie. Like, get over it. It's make-believe. It does not matter that a song came out after the movie. Yes, I agree. Um, it's just, that's ridiculous. It's all about the tone. Uh, yeah. Also, if you need a reason, this is a completely alternate universe where things happened about five years before they actually happened on our earth. So there you go. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so. Good Lord. Um, you've, you've been on the internet this week. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it, it irks. Like, it's just, it's a movie. Like, why do you need a reason for like, it's not a historical document, <laughs> you know, when I was like six, and didn't understand why, like, the Batman, the animated series Joker was different than the movie Joker, right? Then, like, it bothered me because I didn't understand. That's what these grown people are acting like. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And, yeah, and that bugs me. Because I'm like, yeah, I remember that feeling when I was six and didn't understand the world. But you're an adult now. Don't you get anything? Can't you just uh, roll with the punches? Which aren't even punches. They're just weird little references. Yeah. Uh, they matter absolutely zero to the plot like at all if you remove all the music and replace it with just the what has up until now outside of guardians of the galaxy i'm gonna give guardians some credit here up until now has just been a very lackluster like soundtrack in regards to anything other than uh, like maybe the score for captain america the rest of it has sucked uh, uh, iron man's great i love acdc but I mean, you're not really like, you know, scraping up anything new there. So, yeah. uh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, we all know Back in Black, man. <laughs> so, you're not doing anything new. Um, 
I like and the Black Panther really score. Funny. I'm going to be honest. I think that score is really fun. I need to revisit that movie. I, I've seen it twice. Yeah, the, the music's really good. It's one of those that's fun to just sort of play. Like sometimes when I have to do like a really detailed work but need some music, I could put that on. Yeah, I, I definitely need to revisit it. But, I mean, it's it's just, it's it's a very good movie. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I think it does some things to k- kind of uh, spit in the face, but in a fun way of the Marvel Universe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Nick Fury's a badass. How do he lose his eye? You know, yeah, what you think. <laughs> um, What's a thing you know, called? I keep calling it a flurgan, but I don't think I, that's that right. That sounds about right. It's something like that, but I'm pretty sure it's not right. But I enjoy my word so much, I've just committed to it. Can we say spoilers so we can talk spoilery stuff? Oh, yeah. I, I definitely think, yeah, spoiler alert for Captain Marvel, the movie, number one movie in the world right now. I would imagine that... Uh, it will make a billion dollars. Yeah, at least half the people that listen to this podcast have probably seen it. <laughs> Go see it, Jacob. Yeah, man. I know you just had a kid, but come on. Um. So also, side note, really quick. I'm on episode 51 of your Star Wars podcast, and I just want to say, if Ray and Kylo are brother and sister, it will be creepier than Luke and Leia because there was some hot, hot sexual tension in the Last Jedi, and that would be inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, just absolutely. one, just one. Though I don't know if you get to that argument. I just got done listening to his like theory, and then I had to turn it off. And I was like, uh-uh. they, they, they were ready to to do it for sure. <laughs> Not just like a little little kissy kiss, like oh, I'm making Han Solo jealous. This was like they're gonna get hot and heavy in their imaginary hut on the planet Octo. So no. Anyway, go ahead. Back I, to your back to the Captain Marvel. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Um. Oh, we're doing spoilers. We talked about spitting in the face of sort of Marvel by making the joke about Nick Fury, and then he loses his eye because of a cat. Yeah. Well, it's an alien, but it's an alien that looks like a cat. (laughs) It's a really soft little fluffy cat uh, until it becomes an alien. I do think this movie borrows a lot of plot devices from Men in Black, Um, but that's kind of okay. Mm I don't know. It's it's just fine. And I don't get people who were... I, I think it's sad that we're at a point now where a just a good, solid comic book movie is not enough. Like, I if agree. it doesn't, you know, move the, the needle, then, like, off the charts, then, well, it just wasn't good. If we got this in 1995, imagine what it would have done to our brains. I would be in love with... I mean, not that I'm not already in love with Brie Larson, but I would be pretty infatuated with Brie Larson. But my main thing is like that's the the scale is is so off, and I think in people's imaginations. And I think the big thing is, I do feel that this movie, its focus was saying we're going to have a female lead, and we're going, and I feel like they focused on protecting the integrity of that. So there's no chance, even if the movie doesn't like take new chances on the Marvel formula. There's some fun playing with it, like it's all it's, it's all typical origin stuff, but they kind of play with the timeline with her memory and whatever. So that's sort of it's just remix, but it's the same thing, right? And and so then that's all fine. But I really feel like they did a great job of saying Brie Larson's going to have a chance to give a, a very good performance. And she's not going to be a compromised hero in any way. And that will establish her as the badass we, she will need to be in future Marvel movies and in future movies where we can maybe play with this. And But this is how we're going to intro her. In the same way I think they would have with Black Panther, in all honesty, had he not already been introduced. And I think Black Panther had a chance to do something slightly different, even though it very much fits the mold, um, because he already existed. She did not to us, and they had to they had to bring her into our imaginations. But I think they protected the character and the people in the movie enough so that even if it's a fine movie, they all are there and ready for their great potential sequels. You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? I, am I is that too? Am I thinking too? I, that's just how I think about it. I, I, I think because it feels safe because it feels safe in its familiarity. Yeah. And that's like you said, I think the word fine, that's totally fine. Is it breathtakingly f- fresh and different? No, 
her in the role is, but the plotting and the, the no, it's not. There's some cool elements, things I like. Um, but there's a lot of stuff I love, but there's more stuff I like, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, uh, the, the fanboys that are upset about, I don't get why, why is it okay for Robert Downey Jr. to like step up to the fourth wall and like almost just barrel through it and be just kind of smarmy and whatever. But Brie Larson does it in Captain Marvel and they lose their effing minds. Like, this is just not right. Like, why? She's really kind of just doing what Robert Downey Jr. did. Like, the whole movie. I was like, this is a lot like Iron Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, no, I agree. I agree. Um, and she's, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just think that. Um, because she's a woman. Maybe she'd worn the one piece swimsuit version of the costume. Yeah. Uh, that would have been horrible. Oh, I Absolutely agree. Horrible. Did you hear about the interview where, or the the report where Kevin Feige was going over the first meeting he had with Brie Larson? Um, have you heard the story about the one piece suit? No. So it, apparently, part of their tradition when they bring people in to talk about a role like a big role like this is they bring the actor or actress in. I guess they're all actors. The actor in, and they decorate their big boardroom with the character they would be playing, essentially. So they'd be like prints, and they have like statues, and they kind of like they interchange it out. So it's all apparently like it looks very nice. It's not like they just put a bunch of shit on the table. Um, and so they loaded up the the room with all this Captain Marvel stuff, and she sits down, and apparently in a poor move that they didn't realize what had happened optically, um, above over his shoulder was a gigantic print of her in the one piece costume, and she kind of kind of looked at it. And this is, I mean, who knows? This is the stuff of legend, but he's. Feige talked about this, and he looked over and saw it and turned around and said, first off, you're not going to be wearing that at all. <laughs> That's not going to happen. And she was like, oh, okay, thank God. And then they were able to have a conversation, and that kind of broke the ice because he was like, yeah, no way in hell are we doing that. Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to make these guys happy, and I don't really care because, once again, The Last Jedi, number one Blu-ray, number one movie, and then, then now this movie – is going to be a gigantic smash hit. It already is a smash, and now it's going to be more and more gigantically big. Um, and Black so, Panther was almost the same stuff, though. Yeah. You have these people coming out of it. I'm like, you cannot argue with this movie. It made, like, it's okay if you don't like it, but it made a billion dollars. But it's, it's that, those numbers are what make me, for all those movies, make me feel like yes every now and then this shit pops up and it's a clickbaity title I, i've made it a point i don't click on the articles anymore i don't look at it because i'm realizing they're vocal but they're definite minority and when i was in a packed house theater um last thursday people were clapping laughing into it i know there was definitely some good sniffles and the stand up what, what i'm calling i don't know what people are calling it but what in my house is being referred to as the stand up montage at the end um like people were crying people, so good i mean they were like my row i was sort of i had a, a female to the right of me and three to the left of me and almost all of them were like enraptured in this moment like and some of them are crying and some of them are leaning forward and into it and like the whole theater's into it like that's that's the majority that's the people that i that i'm here with and so these little minority babies can just go fuck themselves and leave it alone because it's not necessary and i don't understand it and but in the end they're just whining they're just whining to themselves because the majority are there for it. Yeah. We just don't have to go on the internet and say, I'm here for it. Why why, why are you so mad? I love it because we don't have to be dicks because we liked what we liked, so we're happy. We're in a good mood because we enjoyed ourselves. That's a good thing. Be yeah. in better moods. Enjoy yourself. I, I completely agree. I, I, as somebody who, like, and yeah, I did play up my dislike of Guardians just for, you know. It's yeah, for shits and giggles. It's fun. Yeah. But as somebody who did not, you know, fall in love with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, unless I'm, like I said, going out of my way just to be an ass about it, um, which is always to try to be funny, never really serious. Sure. I don't talk about that movie. <laughs> like, no. I don't even think about that movie. In fact, the other day I was making a list. I was like, I, I need, I'm, I know there's Marvel movies I don't have because I just stopped buying DVDs and Blu-rays. I'm going to make a list of the ones I don't have. And I made out the list. 
I was like, I think I'm missing some. And I went online to look up all the movies. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it doesn't even cross my mind, you know? So, like, just let it go. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Let it go. It's not for you. It doesn't matter. And I think the big thing, too, is I've heard some criticism pointing out some of the particular, and not even from, like, mean like bad people with with ill intentions i should say like because there are people out there who you know obviously and a lot of these folks you're talking about are those people who are intentionally out there to cause some negativity um but there are people who aren't necessarily out there for that but are making sort of judgment calls on the femininity of the movie who also identify as male (laughs) you know and so i would say like I, i don't know let if like a little girl's enjoying the stand-up montage let them enjoy it like they're saying it's not feminine enough um it's almost as if what why does that matter like it's a flippancy about it that i'm seeing like whatever i'm like well but if people are saying nice things about it and they feel something about it what harm comes from just shutting your mouth and letting people enjoy the thing that felt good you know what I mean? Maybe. So what is it? Why, are you saying why does the stand-up montage matter, or why does it matter that she's a female? No, what I'm saying is why does it matter if 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 these these people as males go? I don't care about that. So ha! Look at oh. the girl standing up. Blah, whatever. Come on, come on, ladies. Whatever. Like no, shut your mouth and let them have it. Yeah. Because I like that. Just I don't understand raining on a parade that you don't even feel negative about. Just to be a dude. The word dude has become my pejorative for men who are douchebags, by the way. <laughs> I gotta start coming up with a new word. <laughs> no, it's only when I use it. That's I just mean when I use it. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. I will say what it has done in my house has been amazing. My wife has um, – she really, really got into it. This is the first Marvel movie. She's seen in the theater since Homecoming. Um, and before that, maybe Guardians 1. Um, so she's not like an avid watcher of these things. She's not in the bag, I should say. And she really got into it, really enjoyed it. Um, and it has made her have hard conversations um, that have, I think, been better for her. She's a really big practicer or desiring to be a practicer of discourse instead of argument. And so um, her brother has a podcast and commented on the thing, the movie, with two people, two males. And she did not like what they said. And she reached out to him and had a great conversation. And I really like that she's engaging. I have to go check this out. So I'm not going to like throw anything under the bus or anything like that, but I will send it to you if you would like it. But, um, but she, she texted him and said, Hey, just to let you know, as from a female perspective, this is what I feel. Um, and it opened up a cool conversation that was a back and forth and not an argument. Um, and I was really, she was a great example to me of how to have, discourse over over an argument i thought that was really cool but it, we, that that moment would not have been shown to me as an example without this movie so that's cool but on top of that on a very surface level um katie's like well maybe i want to see Endgame, so i guess i need to watch infinity war and i was like but thor's really funny too and i think you'll like ragnarok so uh we watched thor on sunday and I was then about to say you really need to see ragnarok before it I also felt that way too, and so, but I didn't want to um, pitch it to her that way because it would seem like more of a, a monument. <laughs> a what? Homework. Yes. So yes. I have to see this before I see that. Because it, I, I think it's the better movie anyway, and it's funnier for me. Like Ragnarok, I'm saying, like it's funnier, it's more enjoyable, it's lighter, and I felt like she would enjoy it. So it was sort of like, let's do this. And so, um, but we did watch Ragnarok, and then yesterday, um, she wanted to watch Infinity War, so we actually watched um, Infinity War on Monday. So we have, as a couple, watched three Marvel movies in one week, which is a complete record for our entire marriage. Um, and the Wasp. No, that's uh, so we started Ant-Man a few weeks ago and then both were so tired that we because we were in the middle of being sick that we fell asleep. So we're going to finish Ant-Man and then I'm going to see if I can get her to watch Ant-Man and the Wasp before Endgame because I feel like that's going to play into Endgame. I want to see a Wasp movie so bad now. <laughs> get him stuck in the um, the quantum realm and she's just doing her thing while he's okay. figuring that out. But okay. any, but Katie is into the movies now. She's talking about wanting to watch the Captain America movies. What the hell? All these years. 
better late than never. What what happens when you see somebody who represents even something that that's a part of you, like that kind of looks like you on screen? Mm-hmm. And white guys don't understand that because we almost used to. every movie <laughs> since the dawn of film has featured some white guy in a major role. Yeah. So, it, but, you know. She's engaged though. She's like, so we watched Infinity War, so she got to see, um, so, you know, Scarlet Witch. She, who she's a little intrigued by, fascinated by the fact that she's an Olsen sister, um, and um, Black so, Widow. What's that? It's so weird to me. It's, oh, I know. It will always be weird to me. But um, but so she was like, huh? That's she's interesting. And then like Black Widow is like a total BA, and she was like, wow, that's cool. And then because um, I realized, I don't think she's ever seen Black Widow in a movie. Well, it's coming. And so, um, I know next next winter, right? It's supposed like, to be. Um, and then, um, and then she loves. And I always get them their their names mixed up. But it's not so. It's it's not Shuri, the sister, but the one that's in Infinity War. That's like his his Dora Milaje. That's Dora Milaje. Yeah, the one from The Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so she she was like she's really into it's Denai Guerrero. Denai Guerra is that her name? I, I'm not going to pretend to pronounce anyway, but but anyway, so she like loves her from the Black Panther movie because she did watch Black Panther a few months ago and really really like it, um, but that again still didn't inspire more watching. But she like the, the, there's a scene where um, all three of the female heroes are in a trench with the female bad guy, and. I've heard that even by a female critic sort of kind of pointed at as like, come on, why do the girls always have to fight a girl? But I'm telling you, like Katie was into it. Like she was like, wow, whoa, like this is this is cool. And look at them working together. And that meant something to her, which I do think it's like I do think it's a trope. But it's also I saw the other side of a trope that works. And I thought that was really cool. Um, so she's into it and, and she is still, it sounds like she definitely wants to see Endgame and is just sort of working her head through the logistics of a three hour movie on a Thursday evening. Um, that's going to be very intense because of how intense infinity war was. Um, so, but I think, I think she's going to go, I think that's awesome. Yeah. So you got to go make it to this one. Yes. Tell your team to screw off. Uh, Three hours though. Oh my God. I'll be 40 Spencer. I can't go to a three-hour movie on a thursday night <laughs> don't i'm already planning to work from home on that friday i'm only 31 so i can't, I can't work from home yeah. um which is ridiculous i have all the tools to work from home they just won't let me you um, should take the day off and then come out to our place sleep here and then i work when i work from home i sit in my screening room and we'll just sit in the screening room and watch movies all day while i work oh my god that sounds amazing I don't see why not. Just saying. Think about it. I'll I'll ask. I'll see if I can pull that off. But yeah. um. But yeah, it sounds like um. And I'll drive somehow. We'll figure that out. Well, you don't. I don't have to. What? Doesn't matter. We're thinking too far. I'm thinking too far. <laughs> I'm just getting excited. But anyway, so it's been a it's been a marvelous week in the, in our house in terms of uh, our pop culture, which has been fun, uh, because now like she had she threw out a theory about Endgame to me that I'd never thought of, and I was like, and it wrecked me. I was like, no. <laughs> So she's like theorizing and really getting into it. It's fun. I dig it. Uh, I wish I had somebody like that, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I do know because all these years and she's in the house, but we weren't talking about it. <laughs> I'm talking to your ass about it. And so, um, but yeah, no, it's um, it's been fun. It's been a, a nice surprise. But I do think you are correct, though. I think Captain Marvel was clearly the catalyst for the whole thing. Um, and for that, I am grateful. And for that, I think is the reason I think the movie is better than just fine because of those kind of ripple effects it will have for people like her, uh, who, who sort of open a door. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that, that's really all it needed to be. It needed to not suck and it doesn't suck. And it needed to like reinforce that, positive female thing you know and and not have her i I mean (laughs) we said spoilers so i mean the end of the movie is it's my favorite part like Mm -hmm. a first of all like i I saw that twist coming 
I didn't think the scrolls would be so like, oh, look, yeah, we're really nice. And I think they play that up a little too much because, like, well, you kind of have been going to war with people. These 20 but, scrolls are really nice. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So, but, like, oh, surprise, the Kree turned out to be total assholes. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they work with Ronan, the bad guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> that cracked me up. I was like, uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great i mean you get you get lee pace back that was a shock to me like i knew about korath um that guy whose name digimon i can't say it digimon uh, hansu yes i knew he was coming back jaiman uh, hansu actually i heard it recently is jaiman that's how he Jaiman. actually says it okay okay i i love that guy i just can't pronounce his name he's fantastic um but I knew he was coming back. He was in some of the promotional materials. I knew Lee no Pace was going to be in. effing clue that Lee Pace was coming back. I was like, holy shit. Is that Ronan? I heard that Did casting a while back. <laughs> My only true disappointment in the movie is because I heard that casting so long ago. And I didn't hear it like on a rumor site. I just heard it. It was just out there in the ether. And um, I remember thinking like, oh, sweet. Ronan would be like on the Cree part of this for like, a, I thought he'd be a bigger part is what I thought. Right. And so I was actually, my only real disappointment was like, Oh, he's only in here. Like in a, like a Leia coming out of R2 form. And then like a brief moment at the end. And I was disappointed by that, but man, I want a, a quote unquote prequel trilogy of her and the Cree scroll war and like a her versus Ronan movie. Whew. Bring oh, it. I I'm I'm in for more of like the Captain Marvel in space. Like what happens next? Um, I if I could play like uh, Monday morning quarterback for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, though it probably wouldn't have made a lot of sense. But the one thing it worked for Black Panther. The one thing I wish had happened was that we got Infinity or Endgame first. Mm-hmm. And then you see this character, like, and everybody's just standing around going, like, who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And Like, why is she, where has she been? And then, then you get that, that story. Like, I, I wish that that's the way it had played out. I understand why it didn't. Yeah. It's fine that it didn't. But, like, in Civil War... Um, I mean, I don't. Did we saw it? Did we saw it together? Didn't we? Did we? Civil War? Yeah. No, I saw it by myself on a Saturday okay. morning. <clears throat> yeah, I think I saw it in Columbus. Um, opening weekend, at least, if not opening night on mm-hmm. Thursday. We all knew Spider Man. We all knew Black Panther was going to be it, but we all knew Spider Man was going to be in it. And people, yeah, they cheered when Spider Man showed up, but. I've never been in a theater where people lost their shit the way they did when Black Panther showed up. Yeah. People that I, I would like, like, how do you even know who Black Panther is other than like, oh, hey, he's going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And you saw him in the trailer. They went ballistic. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, it made that like I was excited, too. But it's like it takes a lot for me to be like, yes. I'm just like, well, I've never seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, <laughs> love and fall out on the second viewing. Ugh. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, sometimes it takes a little time. I understand. But, like, imagine going to see Endgame without Captain Marvel ahead of it. And then, because really the post credit scene is just a piece of Endgame. Right. Like, it's just a scene from the movie. And then th- they're talking about the pager thing. I love they talk about a pager like none of them knows what the hell a pager is. <laughs> well, she she she's been in space. She didn't know. So, um, but you know when it stops blinking or whatever, and they're like, "Well, turn it, turn it back." Oh up. yeah. And then you know, uh, uh, who is it? Black Widow says, "I wonder who it was." who the message is being sent to her or whatever. She turns around and Carol is just standing there staring at her and says, where's fury. Like imagine the audience reaction to that scene. If we don't have uh captain Marvel as a precursor, I know. I, know. Like, I think it just, it goes through the roof, but I agree. 
the movie's making a ton of money, so it's it's a moot point. Like it's not like it would have made the movie more money. So right. Yeah, it's going to make a billion dollars. The best you can ever hope for is that you release a Marvel movie and it makes a billion dollars. So there you go. <laughs> um, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Exciting. I'm going to get to go see it again, I think, this week. Maybe on my birthday with most of my nieces in tow. Oh, nice. They so, haven't seen it yet? No. Sweet. So um, we'll Make see. them pay for themselves. That's your birthday gift. Yeah. It's like the second mortgage paying for them to go to the movies. Yes. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the thing where I'm like, all right, we're gonna make this happen, and then it falls apart and I'm all disappointed. I'm gonna try to plan it. If it happens, great. If everybody's like, Well, this came up, this came up, I'm gonna be like, Peace, I'm gone to Noonan to look at comics all day long. And that's Monday? <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you coming back Monday? Uh probably if uh, we don't go to the movies, I'll probably be in town Monday night, and I'm off Tuesday as well. Oh, what time do you leave uh, to go down Friday night? Uh, maybe I might wait till Saturday morning. But you're off Tuesday. Do you have plans Tuesday? Nope. Okay. We'll talk closer to that. I'll let you just do your thing. I, I, wanna, I, have, um, I have something for you, two things for you, um, which I suddenly forgot what the second thing is. That's bizarre. I know I have two things for you, but I like to get them to you, and I don't want to do it at any inconvenience to you. Um, so if you end up going to like McKay's on Tuesday, I might take like a long lunch or get off early or something to meet you over there and be like, gotcha something. Okay. So yeah. sort of a semi all together as a package gift, um, you know, housewarming and, uh, and birthday and uh, Christmas and like, hey, dude, how's it going kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway. But I, yeah, I'll be in touch. That, but I, I don't want you to feel any pressure to do anything because it's your weekend slash birthday. Uh, I'm gonna treat myself. You Actually, should. I, I already did. I already did. What did you do? I bought a new drum set. Why did you? I could like a what? A drum set? Like the electric one you used to have? Yeah. I mean, okay. Why not? Yeah. Why do you feel funny about it? It was a lot of money. <laughs> oh my god! Why did you buy X Men number one? Well, it wasn't that much money. It was oh, okay. like three hundred dollars. No, that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, uh, plus, I pay it off in installments. So, <laughs> but you know, credit cards are wonderful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's interest free as long as I pay it off in six months. So, oh, nice. Did you get it at Best Buy? Uh, no, I just ordered it off this website. Okay, so, well, that's cool. And and. A live person called me to confirm my order, tell me when it was going to ship, and then called me to follow up to make sure I got it. What website was this? Promote I, them. I, I'll have to look. I have, where's my phone? That's amazing. I was, I was like, this, what? <laughs> like, is this a person? <laughs> <laughs> That's real. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, I was I was blown away. I was like, this is some incredible customer service here. So, Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Okay. I sell uh, musical instruments. So, I, I'm finally going to get that people, saxophone I always wanted. There you go. Um, I know a lot of people like musician's friend is a big thing and whatever, but I'm telling you, I ordered from these guys. They shipped at FedEx. They called to confirm everything. Like, sent me, they sent me emails about like the products like all the product details after i ordered it they're mm -hmm. like just so you know here's what you're ordering here's the manual uh it'll be included in the box but if you need specs and whatever to set it up you know to make sure you have all the right equipment blah 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 i was like it's pretty good customer service here so i was, I was blown away so i will never buy another drum set except from them nice um, Good for you. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I immediately regretted it when I spent the money, but I was like, well, whatever. I want, I've want. i been wanting a new one because mine was beat up. A friend of mine has still has it, and he was like, I'll bring it back to you. I was like, well, it's beat up, so I want a new one. I, now I have a new one. I don't uh, know where I'm going to put it because my apartment's tiny, but I have a new one. In front of the toilet. Uh, no, <laughs> it definitely won't fit in the bathroom. Um, well, that's awesome, man. 
So. Well, I'm I'm gonna throw you under the bus as a nice guy. So I texted Logan earlier and was like, "Hey, can we record a little earlier? Because my wife wants to watch John Wick." And I was like, uh, "Please, please, 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 let's do that." Because we have been watching so many movies together this year. It's been really cool. But she's watching John Wick to see if she would want to go watch John Wick three. So that's pretty exciting to me. So thank you for letting us record early today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wish I had more to talk about. I really don't. You should watch Umbrella Academy. <laughs> I do need to watch him. What did I watch? Oh, I watched Russian Doll instead. Yeah, I need to watch that too. So <sighs> that's one of those that like you talk about certain emotional things, like emotional experiences of watching, and I think this will that'll be one of those too. That's like why I haven't watched it yet. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I'm but like yeah. I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> so. So Umbrella Academy soon, but I'm about to also start my Game of Thrones rewatch, and I only have 33 days to watch all seasons before the new season. It ain't going to happen. A bunch of people die. My job, my team, uh, me and a coworker created what we're calling the Game of Deadpool. And it is a, we've got, instead of fantasy football, we've got a death pool about who's going to die. And we've all, we're doing a draft next Thursday, and we're going to draft our people, and you have to put them in order, so you get more points if you get it in order. Um, and um, we're doing a Game of Thrones, essentially a, a death fantasy football league for the whole team with a cash prize, a Funko Pop that is the Night King riding the dragon, um, and a cookie cake at the end of the day after the season finale. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So you can rain on my parade. But I love it. It's fun. I enjoy the show, too. I just don't have any. I don't have that strong connection, mostly because Jon Snow's still alive. <laughs> he's going to die this season. I would say that as much as I like him. He's he's a goner. He's going to go. And I, I, I texted this in our little group text with Ryan earlier, but I, I don't know how I can convince the two of you to do this. But I strongly feel like. You should just start watching The Walking Dead at the current season. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. I just know I'm not going to. Of all the things I want to watch, that's just nowhere on the list. It's gotten so much better. than I, just, I, I don't care about zombies at yeah, all. It's not really about the zombies at all anymore. <sighs> I'm, yeah, you just keep asking me. We'll see what happens. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, it's, it's just in reading, uh, and I, I told you this, but reading, um, Norman Reedus talk about it and saying that like, like the new showrunner is a female uh, of the 16 episodes, I think this year, five of them were directed by women, which is not a huge, uh, percentage, but considering it's probably like a big improvement. Past, it's, it's a huge improvement. And Greg Nicotero, who's like, the guy mm-hmm. who's kind of been driving the show. He he directs like four episodes a year. So if you discount that, like half the episodes were directed by women. Um, you know, that that's pretty substantial for a show like that. That's very much was built up as this dude bro show, you know, about these macho assholes kind of throwing down with one another for the last several seasons. And there's so much more like humanity to the show now and heart to it. Um, sometimes it comes off as hokey, but I don't know. I've really gotten into it. Like almost all of the, the grandstanding and posturing is gone. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm really in, not to the point where I'm like super zoned in when I'm watching the show. It's mostly still just like I'm doing something while I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm definitely digging it a lot more. So, you know, I, I'm actually hopeful for next season. Huh. Just not something I would have ever thought I would say about The Walking Dead. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see what you say after next season, then I'll reevaluate. How about that? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Gotham is ending, though, so thank God. I just don't understand you. That, the long national nightmare is over. <laughs> Now, if we can just get rid of Trump, all of our problems will be solved. 2020 or bust. <laughs> Gotham is gone. <laughs> Trump is out of the office. 
it it it's a whole new world. Have you seen that Aladdin trailer? <laughs> That's where <laughs> no, you should I'm end not. it. That's where you should end it right there. <laughs> well, um, I guess we will end it though. That trailer, whew, it's something. I don't know that I even hate it. I don't even know. I it, it confuses me. I don't like <laughs> Aladdin, so I have no desire to see it, no matter what. So I won't watch the trailer. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, that's good. I'm glad we got to do this and check out our other podcast, which we don't promote anything. I'm not doing that. Never mind. Sure. Thanks for listening. And uh, we gave our shout outs. Anything else you have to say? Um, no, I'm, I'm seriously considering joining a dating site. <laughs> oh, my God. To be continued. You're supposed to say have a better tomorrow. <laughs> Well, I know, but you just left us on a cliffhanger. Have a better tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs>